Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. So just a week or so ago, someone made the statement to me, use your people. And my immediate response was, I'm not used to having people. And so whether you have been one of those who have always been surrounded by people, you have your circle of people, or whether you're one of those who thought, eh, circles don't really matter, I don't really need a circle, I'm talking to you today. Because your circle does matter. And not only does it matter who is in your circle, who you hang out with, who you confide in, who is in your circle matters, but it also matters whether or not you have one. For a long time I thought, you know, I don't really need a circle. I have Jesus and I have my husband. I'm okay. But the truth is we were not made to do this life alone. And yes, we have Jesus every day, all the time. He is the friend that sticks, sticks closer than a brother. But we were made to live this life side by side with others in the kingdom of God. And so it matters. This is why it matters. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. This is a very logical explanation of why we should not try to do this life, especially this Christian life, without having a circle, without having our people, and without using our people. Because it just doesn't make sense to try to do this alone. As those verses I just read, if if one of us falls, who's going to help us up? If one of us gets something wrong, who's going to be there to remind us of the grace of God and to help us get back up if we try to do this alone? And so first of all, if you don't have a circle, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I don't really have a circle. I don't have friends. Number one is pray and ask God to send you friends. This, This is an area that God has pushed my husband and I in growth in the last several months to be open to friendships. We've went a long time saying we just don't have any friends and we have joked about it and everything. But the truth of it is we were not made to not have friends. And so when we began to pray, God send us someone, God put us somewhere, God give us a circle, God give us friends who love you, who love to talk about you, who stay true to your word. When we started to pray that way and to open ourselves up to the possibility of having people God was faithful and he started to provide and he started to place people in our lives. So if you don't have a circle, if you don't have people like this, like I'm talking about, then ask God, ask God and and know that you don't have to do this life alone. You don't have to live this Christian life alone. And again, I'm not saying that Jesus is not with you because he is the ultimate companion And his Holy Spirit with us, guiding us, is what we need. Because even if we have a circle, they're not with us 24-7. Even if we have our people, they're not always with us. So don't, don't stop listening to this podcast and saying, she's saying Jesus is not enough. I'm not saying that. Jesus is what you need. But he created us to do life with other believers. 
even when he sent out his disciples when he was on this earth and he sent out his disciples as witnesses, he sent them out in, in pairs, in twos. Because what if something happens to one of us? What if one of us starts doubting? What if one of us loses our faith? What if one of us grows weary? There's another to help. There's more help if there's two. Proverbs 27, 17 says, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Otherwise, simply put, they make us better. The people that are in our lives make us better. They have an influence over us as iron sharpens iron. It improves us. It helps us. It strengthens us. It pushes us. On the flip side, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. On the flip side of having people, of having a circle, but not really caring who's in it, they can make you worse. They can drag you down spiritually. And that's where the importance of not just having a circle, but the importance of who is in your circle. You have to look at your circle and weigh them against the Bible. Are these people going to hold me to the standards of God's word? Are they going to encourage me in the Lord? Or are they going to just pat me on the back and make me feel okay in my emotions? When I'm caught up in my pity party, are they going to just pity party with me? Or are they going to give me... Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in my God. Are they going to speak life into you? Not not just words, but the the word of life, the Bible, the, the scriptures. Are they going to speak those things to you? What What is coming out of your circle? Because the, the people you hang out with, these friends, they influence you. They have great influence on us. And so... Identify these people. Who are your people? Who are the people that you go to in your life when you have something good, when you have something bad? Who are the people that you talk to? Evaluate really quickly. Who are the people that you run to after you run to God? If you run to them first, are they the people who tell you, don't come to me unless you've talked to God first? If they're not those people, pray that God would would help you to find those people, to find someone who's going to come to you with honesty and with love and with truth and say, I love you and I'm praying for you, but you need to seek God for yourself. You need to seek the word of God and follow the word of God for yourself. And when you find these people who honor God, who love God, who serve him on a daily basis and not just on church, not just at church on Sunday, when you find these people, then use these people. Don't be afraid to open up to them because God has, you, you have prayed for them and God has placed them in your life as encouragement, as messengers of his word, as iron to sharpen iron, ones to make you better, that you don't have to walk this life alone, but you can be encouraged and built up. So use your people. What do I mean by use your people? I mean, let them know when you're struggling, open up to them about something that you need prayer for. And, and share life with them, share your struggles, ask for prayer. And again, if you don't have these people, if, if all this time you've, you're still listening to me and you're like, I, I don't, I can't think of a single person, find these people. Maybe they're not obvious to you right now, but begin to pray and ask God, show me these people. There's got to be someone in my life who cares. There's got to be someone in my life who knows the word of God and will share the word of God. Maybe it's that person on Facebook that you haven't talked to for a long time, but you have watched their life 
on and off of Facebook and you know that they love Jesus. Maybe it's someone you used to go to church with. Maybe it's somebody you go to church with now. Maybe you're not in church right now. Plug in somewhere. Find a Bible-believing church and plug into it. And yes, I know it's hard. I know sometimes it's discouraging. But don't give up because you need people. You need them. So if you're listening to this, reach out to somebody. Reach out to me. I will help you find someone. I will pray with you. I will be your encouragement if you need someone in your corner. Because that's what we're here for as Christians. As part of the family of God, we are to be here for each other. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore encourage one another and build up one another just as you also are doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And this is where the circle begins to change to not only be the people who you have in your circle, but to begin to be whose circle am I in? Am I someone that they can use? Am I someone they can call on for prayer? Am I someone who is trustworthy and confidential that they can share struggles with? Am I worthy of someone else's circle? Hebrews 10 23 through 25 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. This world that we're living in is not getting any easier to live the Christian life in. We need each other. We need the strength that comes from each other. We need the encouragement that comes from each other because when one falls down, another is there to help him up. And not only do we need to be open to someone helping us up, but we need to focus on God make me strong enough to pick somebody else up. First Peter chapter four and verse eight through 10 says, above all, keep fervent in your love for one another. Keep alive, keep this growing, keep this going because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint as each one has received a special gift. Employ it in serving one another as good standard stewards of the manifold grace of God. That's the circle. The people in my circle, if love can cover a multitude of sins, if they are hospitable to me, if they have received a gift and they use it to glorify God, those are the people I want in my circle. But not only that, but I want to be that person in someone else's circle. So my encouragement and my challenge to you today is twofold. One, use your people. If you don't have those people in your life who are true to the word of God and true to the family of God, then find them. Seek God. Ask him to show you where are these people. Plug me in. Connect me to people who are after your heart so that I can go stronger in my faith and in my relationship because of the people who are also seeking you. And number two, become someone else's person. Maybe look around. Find someone who's just like you, who maybe at a younger age you wish Man, I wish somebody would have been there. I wish somebody would have created a circle around me. Become someone else's circle because we need each other. We all need someone.